0: Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of Kinky Wellness. My name is Dana Shergel and I am a sexual wellness instructor that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. So, let's talk about it. Hey, and welcome back. I hope you liked Monday's episode with Dr. Andres because... Wow, I certainly did. It's actually crazy to me how much information we've been taught regarding what is and isn't healthy for us that simply isn't true. But when you start to view our health industry through the perspective of a business, mm, well, that's when things start to make sense as to why things are the way they are. And I'm not saying that our modern medicine and technology hasn't helped people because obviously it has, But it's also clear that the building blocks to the foundation of our health rests on nutrition and what we eat. And like I said, when it comes to our nutrition, well, at least out here in the West, not everything we've been taught regarding nutrition is in our best interest, which is why we need to stay alert and start doing things like reading labels and figuring out if the ingredients and the things we eat is actually good for us. Which is why, not next week, but the week after, I will be expanding on Monday's episode with a list of foods that are promoted in Canada and the United States that are actually banned in other parts of the world. Because obviously, the foods and ingredients affect our overall health, which certainly impacts our sexual health. And yes, I said, not next week, but the week after, because next week, I will actually be taking a break from the podcast. Because my husband got Dangu and he's actually in the hospital right now, but he's doing okay. But we're going to be taking a break because our flight is on September 10th, and we want to just make sure that everything is okay before we head out. Also, in regards to Monday's episode, I just want to say that one hour is simply not long enough for the amount of knowledge and value Dr. Andres has to give regarding this topic which is why he's certainly coming back onto the show in the future to expand on nutrition. So in the meantime, if you have any questions relating to his shockwave therapy, erectile dysfunction, men's general health overall, or nutrition, feel free to drop them in the comments or send them in an email at thepartition@outlook.com. But for today, I'm going to be talking to you about exploring for the sake of exploring. Because once upon a time, when we were all little kids, exploring was as natural to us as breathing. It's how we learned about ourselves and the world around us. Each new place, event, person, or experience was something to uncover and discover. We didn't need a reason to go outside and see what the outside world had in store for us. Our backyards, streets, parks, and even the spaces in our immediate vicinity were all places that came with newness, possibility, and adventure. But somewhere along the way, exploring was discouraged. It wasn't age-appropriate anymore. We all had to grow up. Instead of playing outside, we needed to study, do chores, get jobs, and eventually our time to explore got replaced with unrelated, less creative things. In a weird way, it's like we all grew up in the movie The Truman Show, and for those who have never seen the film... It's a movie starring Jim Carrey about a man who literally was bought by a television channel at birth, and this TV channel films his entire life for a reality show, except Truman is not aware of this. So in order to keep him within his town, which is really a big giant TV set, there's key points throughout his entire life where he is repetitively discouraged from traveling, going to new places, and ultimately exploring. And at one point, Even one of his teachers says something along the lines of, well, everything has been discovered, so there's no point. But also, even if you took away the outside influences, when it comes to us humans, we tend to have this habit to always need a reason to do something. We need a why, or to find an answer, to know everything before we take the leap, to ask a million questions, to be so fucking sure we know what's on the other side of any decision we make. But when it comes to exploring, we don't need any of those things. We don't need a why and we certainly don't need to have all the answers. Exploring is about discovering and we should be doing this not only for the sake of exploring, but for the sake of the unknown adventure you can stumble upon, for the sake of newness, for the sake of our sanity. Now for some people, They were kicked off the path of exploring due to repressive cultures, unapproval from family, or just negative circumstances in general. But for many of us, we weren't kicked off the path of exploring in one moment or one event. It was slowly chipped away through fear and discouragement, and in my opinion, predominantly through our learning environments, just like with Truman. We have been cornered into thinking of our future as if we are supposed to know all the answers during our adolescence. And we get bombarded with questions like, well, what are you going to do with your life? And apparently, we're not allowed to say, I don't know. And with this insane pressure, there isn't enough room or even a chance to say, I don't know. Let me go explore the world and myself and I'll get back to you. But the problem is when we have been so discouraged... To explore our external world, it becomes even harder to explore our internal world, which of course is ourselves. And for some, they don't even realize that exploring internally is even an option. So in my opinion, the first step to regain our ability to explore is we first need to give back permission to do it. So the first thing you really need to do to regain your ability to explore is you first need to give back permission to yourself to even do it. Getting permission to explore isn't something we can get from someone else. Yet it seems like many of us are still waiting around for someone to give us permission to do that. Yes, I am aware that we have been taught to wait, sit still, raise your hand, and ask if you can even go to the bathroom. But these not-so-little things that we have been taught in our childhood are brought into our adulthood. And they integrate into our daily behaviors without us even realizing it. So although many of us would like to think we are free to do what we want, because of these not-so-little things that we've been taught, we've created this imaginary chain on things that were once free, like exploring. So go ahead and tell yourself it's okay to venture into new things that you don't have all the answers to. It's liberating when you do, And even scary. But feeling scared is just an emotion. It isn't real. And I want you to remember that there's a real difference between not doing something because you are scared versus not doing something because it's dangerous and unsafe, or if you're not qualified. So even if you're feeling scared, if there's a little voice inside of you saying, hey, I wanna try this, I wanna explore this, I wanna test this out, and I wanna see what happens do it. The pain of regret for not doing something is certainly more painful than exploring it and realizing you don't actually like it. This is also called learning. (laughs) If we don't try new things, we don't learn. And learning is something that we can never stop doing. You know, we all know someone who stopped learning. Whether they stopped at 18, 25, 35, 45, whatever, it doesn't matter. But think of that person. Hold them in your mind. Are they stuck? Do they think they know everything? Do they exhibit low self-esteem? Now, really, there's plenty of reasons why someone chooses to stop exploring and learning. Some people get comfortable with their routine and want to stay within their comfort zone. Some people are unwilling to see their flaws. Some people just feel so insecure that it causes them to only do things that they know they can succeed at, because they don't want to risk failure in front of others. But people who do not learn become irrelevant. The world is always changing, so we should too. But that doesn't mean it needs to be dramatic or extravagant. Learning and exploring just gives us a fuller life with more memories and experiences. And this applies to our sexual exploration too. We can dip our toes into something and see where it leads. But when it comes to our sexual exploration, we tend to freeze. Common thoughts start to swirl around this narrative of, will I be judged? Is what I want to do normal? Or we worry how our partners will receive it. And in a lot of cases when this happens, we're not really sure who to talk to or turn to. And I get it. Sexual exploration is probably one of the scariest things we do because of how much vulnerability is required from us. But if we don't step out of the box, how will we know what we like and don't like? Maybe you are someone who had a situation where a parent or a sibling walked into your room while you were masturbating, which made you automatically associate negative feelings around touching and exploring yourself. But exploring our body is part of sexual exploration. And you need to understand that one awkward moment shouldn't derail a lifetime of pleasure. Sex has plenty of, quote, awkward moments. It's kind of part of the package. Or maybe you're on the flip side of that coin, and you were raised with the message that masturbation is bad and harmful for you. But this message is a destructive and suppressive tactic that only wants to control what you do with your body. Honestly, if there's anyone who's allowed to touch your body, it's you. For decades sex has been dictated to us to fit within such a small box and this small box was designed to not have any room for exploration. But you need to do yourself a favor and break out of that box in the name of your health because when we take away such a vital channel of self exploration we miss the chance to expand our current reality. Life is not black and white and our sex life is certainly no different. As long as your sex is consensual and you aren't hurting yourself or someone else in the wrong ways, then you aren't doing anything wrong. You are allowed to obtain new sexual experiences. Seriously, we will try new fashion styles, hairstyles, new foods, listen to different types of music, travel to new cities or countries, make new friends, but sexual exploration isn't openly talked about. And when it comes to exploring BDSM and kink, It's almost like there needs to be a source of trauma as to why someone would get into it. But newsflash, this is bullshit. You're allowed to explore BDSM and kink just for the sake of exploring. It's actually healthy and normal for you to explore what you like sexually. Just as much as it's perfectly normal to see what hairstyles, fashion choices, or foods you like. And even still... Sexual exploration is one of the key points for couples to deepen their relationship together and to keep it fruitful in the long run. But come on, if we can't explore ourselves, then what's the point? It's not fun being stuck with the version you are right now. And look, I know some of you might be saying, hey, I like who I am right now. You don't know me, and that's great. But I'm telling you, there is no limit to growth. And living within a repetitive cycle will get old at some point, or even worse, you just give in to whatever cycle you're in, and this rings true for your sex life. Exploring is what keeps life interesting. And even if you took away the different fashion styles, different foods, different music choices, or traveling to new cities or country because money is tight, sexual exploration can be absolutely free. Of course, if you want to try new toys or do something like wax play, you will need to buy those things. But let's say you want to explore impact play. As long as you know the basics, I guarantee there's something in your house right now that you can go use. As long as it has a flat back, no sharp or jagged edges that can cut you, and is sturdy, then hey, that sounds like a battle to me, right? Sexual exploration doesn't need to be complicated. We don't need to overthink it. It's something that can happen organically if we just let ourselves flow naturally to what we are feeling inside. But there is one major thing you need to know when it comes to sexual exploration. Overall, sexual exploration can show you many, many, many good things about yourself. But it also comes with the risk of being triggered. And simply put, being triggered can feel like a panic attack. And regardless if you are exploring within BDSM or kink or not... The reality is sex is a very vulnerable space that can bring up many deep emotions we didn't even know we had because our bodies are like a computer and it remembers and it saves everything. So pain that our minds may have forgotten can still live in the body for years, even decades after something has happened to us. So if you poke at a repressed memory, your body is going to let you know it's there. And when it comes to triggers... You can never guarantee a trigger won't be set off. Some people can go years without being triggered and then boom, something happens. So remember that sex is a journey and not every journey is going to be sunshine and daisies. And if you want more information on triggers, I highly recommend you to check out podcast episode 76, Hurdles of Kinky Wellness, Triggers and Releasing Sound, where I go into more detail about what triggers are, ways to navigate around possible triggers and how your aftercare comes into play if a trigger gets set off. But on the bright side, keep in mind that sex has the power to bring back your sense of wonder and curiosity. It can spin your sorrows into gold and pain into pleasure, but first, give yourself permission to explore those new territories. Finding out new things about yourself regarding what you like and what you don't like in sex isn't going to come from doing the same sex over and over and over and over again. So at some point, you're going to need to break your routine, break your cycle, and go with what your heart is saying. And step out of that box. And honestly, learning what you don't like is equally as important as learning what you do like. So go with the flow, open that door to sexual exploration, and give yourself permission to do it. But... That's it for me in this episode and why you need to give yourself permission to explore, especially your sexual self, because at the end of the day, you deserve it. So if you need help taking your first step into your kinky sexual wellness journey, then go get my BDSM and kink basics e-learning at www.thepartition.life. Again, that's www.thepartition.life, where I make it easy to learn your partnership, impact, and plan and prep basics. And if you want to stay connected to all the kinky things I know and get to know, then follow me on Instagram at thepartition__life. But I'll see you in two weeks and thank you so much for understanding. And as always, stay kinky.